0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Men TV, I'm Steve Hall delighted to be joined by Chris Pajak and by Dan Club for this It's the match preview show, ahead of the big one Yes, Sunday afternoon, 3pm, Liverpool will face Chelsea in the Carabao Cup Final A chance for Jurgen Klopp and the boys to get their first piece of silverware, hopefully of many this season uh, Thanks for joining us guys Dan, I'll, I'll come to you, it, um, a month in football is a long time on the 31st of January, Liverpool wiped the floor with Chelsea. Absolutely mm-hmm. wiped the floor with them. And I know there was a couple of refereeing decisions, there, but Liverpool have battered them. In the time since, Chelsea have gotten better, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Liverpool have lost a lot of players, mm-hmm. injuries, as we all know, and we'll touch upon that in a moment as well. But in all this, if you would have played that final a week after that game, we'd have all thought we were going to win 7-0. But so much has changed in that month that, you know, once again it feels like it's going to be another close game between Chelsea and Liverpool.
2: Yeah, I would have said so. Yeah, I don't think anyone really saw that absolute mauling coming either. If we're being honest, despite Liverpool being sort of way superior and Chelsea, we definitely were on the night, but Liverpool-Chelsea games, by and large, have been pretty close encounters down the years, and I'm expecting no different. Obviously, as you mentioned there, the fact that it's a final, first and foremost, so you expect them to put up much more of a fight than they did in that Anfield game, but I think, say, Chelsea's upturn in form since then, and Liverpool's injury crisis since then, although we didn't really show in midweek, would suggest it is going to be a much tenser affair and a much more closely fought contest, I would imagine, but as I say, there's so much riding on it, obviously, we have a, a, a Long history with Chelsea, so I'd imagine they'd be banged up for it. Their fans obviously will as well. So I'm not expecting... I don't think the last game will have any sort of reflection or bearing on this one necessarily. It'd be nice if it did, of course, but maybe do have a couple of scars there. And if we do start the game well, who knows? A couple of wounds may open back up and they might think, here we go again, another whirlwind of a Liverpool performance. I certainly hope that's the case, but I'm not going into this game thinking, because we batted them a few weeks ago, we're definitely going to battle them again.
0: And on that Chris, obviously, since that game, what it has done, actually, it's actually made... Pochettino think a little bit they got battered by us then they got battered by Wolves at home and then since then he's made a couple of tweaks he's moved a couple of players around so there has actually been a reaction to that final from sorry from that game from Chelsea they then obviously they beat Villa they beat Palace they got a, a very credible draw the other day against Manchester City as well Not only have Chelsea learned from it, but they have actually made a few tactical tweaks as well. That's something that that is going to make the game different. For example, we're not going to see Cole Palmer playing centre-forward again in this game after the the bottle that happened at Anfield. I can't imagine, so no. I think going into the game
1: at Anfield as well, I think they turned the form form around on the sly a little bit and they started to get a few more wins together. I think there was a run of maybe three wins before that game. Um, The thing I think is, is difficult for Chelsea is what we do is actually, what we're best at, which is the high pressing, is actually what they're worst at, which is build up from deep. And I think that, it, it suits us in that regard because they're just not very good at building up from the back and that's exactly what we want from a side. Um, But equally, you know, you have seen what they were able to do against Manchester City. And I think most importantly from that game plan, they, their ability to get in behind Manchester City mm. was important for them. You know, that sort of counter attack sort of, accept that that's the way the game's going to go and try and lead it down that route puts them in probably a better position than trying to dominate the ball a little bit um you know but for the a few poor decisions or poor finishing they should have been out of sight yeah. but what does give me confidence from the game against manchester city is i think the manager got it wrong towards the second half and in taking cole palmer off and taking their outlet out out, out of the game that he tried to settle for something. Um, tells me a little bit about his mind frame at the moment, and I think that gets, gives Liverpool a good opportunity. So, yes, we've got players out, but the style in which we play football is brilliant, and it
0: suits how Chelsea are going to play against us, I think. It does. On Chelsea as well, Dan, obviously injury rise. Like they, Chelsea are suffering with injuries too, by the way. Yeah. Fafana's out for a long time either, doesn't he? Rhys James is out again. the the is out. Shock! Like- yeah, Lavia hasn't even kicked the ball for them. Kukereya right. and Thiago Silva mm. took part in a little bit of training today. Sanchez, the goalkeeper, still out as well. So they have got a couple of injury issues. Ironically, um, Freedom Journey in, in the comments here says, you know, they got better since losing Thiago Silva. And it's weird in a way because it's, it's been so good for them. Mm. But it, there was there were signs this season that it wasn't going quite right for Thiago Silva. They've um, they've done well. They've paired up to Sassi and Colwell. Uh, anyone who I'm sure we all watched that city game ironically supporting Chelsea and those Shit. two in particular you know celebrating clearance you know they had the pace to deal with a, a couple of things the physicality at times mm-hmm. now listen Alan Harlem is like three sitters that he would never usually miss and you've got to bear that in mind but they do feel a little bit more water-sized at the back. I- I- ironically, having since probably lost, you know, one of the most influential players, especially in terms of character.
2: Yeah, they certainly were in that game of footers, who was excellent in that game. So was of big one. one. Well, but, yeah, he, yeah, he truly was brilliant. And a lot of last-ditch defending was doing as well. Not only yeah. was he matching them sort of physicality-wise, but he was doing a lot of that blocking stuff. Positioning was really good at times. So, yeah, really, really impressive. Hopefully, nowhere near that good on Sunday. But it's interesting, obviously, some of the Chelsea injuries there that you mentioned, you're right, they've actually... In a, in a roundabout kind of way done them a favour because I think they've actually improved the personnel that's come in has made them better teams Thiago Silva's obviously a key part of that as well and obviously his wife had something to say about the last defeat that he was involved in but I think the goalkeeper one in particular like Petrovic feels like a better keeper than Sancho so sort of twisting them around and Sancho being injured has meant that Pochettino has landed upon probably a better team and a better formula Sometimes maybe that can happen
1: though can yeah, can it? It? when it can, he's yeah. got too many choices Yeah, and, it, and it's not all working he's switching all the time And, and... also
2: he'd he never really seen much of his, his number two Goalkeeper, because he was only signed in the summer, it. Really. So he'd probably looked at a bit of them in training. And gone, Sanchez, you cost more money, therefore you are my guy. All of a sudden, he's been forced to play the other guy, and he's gone. Oh, this guy's miles better than Robert Sanchez. So it's a, it's an interesting one. But yeah, in terms of the problem is the personnel that they're missing, kind of on the point as well, it doesn't even stack up anywhere near close to the guys that we're missing. So I'm not sure they can have that conversation about injuries. But yeah, yeah but they Chelsea, would say though, to be fair, to play Devils advocate. Massive.
0: they'd say they're missing the club captain. Reese James on you know, right back. Yeah. Is not even the best injured right back going into this game. No, I agree, not. but that this is what they'd say. They'd say they're missing the best right back, they're missing Badashila. You probably start at centre back for them as well. They bought two hundred players No, listen I am no, not feeling sorry for Chelsea. What I'm yeah. saying is like, you know, it isn't it's not gonna be Liverpool's best team, we know that there's a lot mm. of players out, but it's not gonna be Chelsea's best either. It just depends, like say, Chris, whose squad's better. And as it stands, they're not missing which, which any
1: world class players though. We don't
0: have they got any? Have they got anywhere in the squad? I don't think no. so. Dad, Enzo's probably the Enzo's closest Enzo's in my mind maybe, I'm, not, I'm
2: not sure he's world class but he's the closest
0: Cole Palmer's their best player but he's not He's not ready to he, that He's yet. what I would classify as the danger man Iman and Kunku has got the potential they've got potential They've got. that's what they've got Chris to stay on the Chelsea theme you mentioned before against City Nicholas Jackson is, he gets a little bit of the, the Nunes vibe of everyone just decided he was crap and he's, he isn't brilliant don't get me wrong but he is effective at the things he does like, he was a big major part of why they were so good on the counters. Sterling on the other side, Cole Palmer as well. Like, they do carry that goal for us. I think it's obvious. Like, that is one thing that, you know, I thought Chelsea a few weeks ago really didn't look like anyone they had anyone who could, could score a goal once Sterling came out of that little purple patch he was in. But now you're adding on Kunku as well. They do look like a team. Yeah. Conor Gallagher scoring. They do carry that goal for Yeah,
1: they do. And obviously, that, that unfortunately for us, you know, when you look back at the City game. You know, Edison has a big performance and goal there on some of those one-on-ones and Mm -hmm. getting out and making himself big and stuff like that. And you think about Liverpool heading into this game without Alison Beck and you think, well, actually if we are caught on the break a little bit, we're probably more ill-equipped to deal with it than Manchester City were, just because of the goalkeeper more than anything. But... I do get a little bit of encouragement that Queveen has, has just started to hit a little bit of form. You know, last couple of weeks, he's made a couple of massive saves for us and stuff like that. But Chelsea are a dangerous side. They're going to score goals and they're a little bit inconsistent, which is what a mid-table side is like, you know. Um, but it's a massive game for them it's a massive game for their manager as well because yeah. he needs to be able to put a back marker down and say that I can win things at Chelsea um, and obviously for us you know we want to go out with a bang with the Jürgen Cop, don't we so we're going to have to be
0: absolutely at it and hopefully a couple of our injured players can come back into this one Absolutely mm. they, they, they do concede chances and goals as well Dan, it's worth. like again I know in the last couple of games Palace only scored one and Palace went great City you only scored one on another day Alan Harland as an actor because he missed his chances that he just usually buries you know they've, they've see the 41 goals in the Premier League this season. That's what Liverpool will be looking at. You know, Liverpool, no matter who's been playing recently, have just continued to score and score and score. Threes and fours have become commonplace for Liverpool now. Mm-hmm. So looking at it from, from our point of view, we are going to get chances against them and that is something that we can all take encouragement
2: from yeah absolutely there's definitely a vulnerability there isn't it? they are a little bit fragile and as I referenced earlier if we do get the upper hand in the game early doors maybe they do start thinking about oh, hang on a few weeks ago we played against these and we, we know what happens here we know how this story ends essentially but yeah Liverpool should definitely take encouragement into that and as Chris kind of alludes to there if we can get a couple more lads back and available even on the bench in the squad that only boosts the firepower that we have at our disposal so yeah we have been free scoring of late and all season really we just reached 100 goal mark which I think is the most in your only by Leverkusen or anywhere five, near yeah. us, yeah, in that sense. So, yeah, really exciting, really sort of optimistic about what he can do to Chelsea because, as good as they were defensively, a lot of that was very last ditch. A lot of that was part of the way they set about the business because they were very deep. They wanted to soak up pressure and hit on the counter attack. It'd be interesting to see if he comes with that same game plan for this one because it's a final. He might look at it and go, neutral ground. I'm not away at Anfield. I'm not away at Man City. I kind of need to be more aggressive, a bit more aggressive, and try and attack them as well. And that only plays into our hands. Well, so, let's
1: not forget, here something the Carragher said to me, that Wembley pitch is a big pitch.
2: Big, massive. If you're
1: trying to sit in and, and you know make yourself compact on Wembley's pitch, it's a very difficult job. It's hard to count
0: as that, Wembley, it's a long, yeah. old way isn't
2: but it. We, we've seen what Diaz did in the Wembley games against Chelsea. He With that freedom to run, that freedom to run into space, he was a real, real danger all afternoon, and this could be exactly the same game. He's coming into a little bit of form as well, himself a bit of a purple patch, so with that freedom and all that acreage of space to run into and in behind, it could be a, a nice outlet for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about Liverpool then. So, as it stands, we're still not too much in, in, in the know in terms of team. We know who's out, of course. So, the managers, today, obviously, he ruled out Alexander-Arnold still. Alisson Becher out for a long time, both until mid-March. The same for Diogo Jota. Curtis Jones still out uh, for a couple of weeks as well. Uh, Pep Lindus did say, Chris, that Salah, Sobersly and Nunez are going to be given every chance. They're still con- continuing their rehab. They've got two days and we'll see where they're at. I mean... From a team point of view, I can't imagine any of them starting the game. It's just whether Liverpool have got those three on the bench or the or the bench that was the other day, which was very much a very young bench with a couple of defenders on it. I mean how big how important do you think it is? And what's in Liverpool's mindset is yes, it's a final, but also there's a there's a league to be won, there's other competitions down the line as well. How do you think them are they gonna err on the side of the caution? Do you think with all three of them?
1: I think if it was me I'd be looking to try and get Salah back into the side if he's available. You know, it, it's fatigue, isn't it, with Salah more than anything yeah. else? So, you know, you're not re-aggravating an injury there um, or anything like that. So for me, I think he'd be an important one. Obviously, chilwell has been playing at left-back for them. Obviously, very good player as well. Uh, what are our options without Salah? It's Harvey Elliott. That big pitch, if we're looking to try and get him behind, you know, we saw first half against Luton, you know, how difficult that was for us. Um... But equally, you know, you can see the endeavour with which Elliot plays. He probably deserves a start in some capacity mm-hmm. here, uh, and how brilliant he was throughout that game. He never let his head drop, etc., etc. But for me, Salah's a difference maker, and you get him onto the field. This is a final, and I, and I'm sure he'll be telling Jürgen and everybody else exactly the same. The others I can make me peace with if they don't start, of course, uh, because I think Gakpo's been doing really well. Obviously, he's, he's one of those players over ten uh, goals already this season. Diaz has exactly the same. Um, but having a, another goal threat from those front three would be where I'm looking, going, that's what I need.
0: It just depends, doesn't Because we, we know from experience, finals against Chelsea can go 120 minutes yeah. plus penalties. If Mo Salah, it's, it's whether you start him and get him off, or you do want to have him on the bench to bring on. You don't really ever want, I don't think you should ever really want to start a player if you don't think he can play 90 minutes because. You're leaving yourself. You're making a sub before you've even made any subs whatsoever. So that, that's the difference, isn't it? It's how he is. Obviously, we don't know. They're not ready yet. Apparently, they're not training for as far as we know today. So we'll we'll find out more. But mm-hmm. it does feel more like the team's probably going to be something of more similar to that we saw against Luton. but Just hopefully, potentially one or two extra on that subs bench.
2: Yeah, that's how I sort of envisage. To be honest, with you. I'd be looking at Old Faithful and the hour Mark for like to Salah, Nunes, and like Sorry to
1: sorry Go to
0: on. interrupt there. Right, I, I don't get that.
1: Just because. If, it's, if you, you put your best foot forward, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. And if you think, let's get fucking Salah on and score inside 60, you bring him on at 60 at 0 nil, he's still got 60 to play probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's but just, could, could... I'd
0: rather have a guaranteed 60 of Salah if he can do 60. Oh, well, no, I, I, I agree. That, that's just me. No, like, I agree, you know I mean? but I, I'm, I'm of the opinion, does someone ever go from not playing to being ready for an hour? It, it, it usually feels like you want to give them half an hour, 20 minutes. And you are right, that's, the extra time thing complicates it for all mm. three of these lads because, you know, seventy-five minutes. It could be fifteen. Yeah. It, could, it, it could be thirty-five. It is a 4%. that's something that, that is something that they're gonna have to get their heads around. Mm.
2: But at least it's not starting a game and maybe one twenty. Yeah, that's, that's it. Because Say you start and so we go 1 0 down. You don't want to take Salah off at 1 0 down and yeah, try true. and chase the game. True. Then all of a sudden, you might be asking him to, to go 1 20 minutes or Darwin Nunes for that matter or Saboslai. So, yeah, I'd be looking at the bench just because we know they are very touch and go for this. Pep Linders himself this morning said it's going to be a last minute decision made on all three of them. And you can't imagine we go from last minute decision to starting the game. That doesn't feel a very realistic proposition. Um, and I also think, just in terms of how the game may play out, it's great players to have up your sleeve, of course. You know, we've seen how often Liverpool have been able to change games from the bench this season but we reference it there just how big this Wembley pitch is let's say the game is tight even if Liverpool are in front of the game or worst case scenario chasing it if you can call upon those three particularly Nunes and Salah to stretch the game and get in behind late on when it is players are tiring the pitch is so big There, that's why you might want your impact makers your game changers. so I think having those two on the bench and fit enough to be on the bench not just there as faces to actually play a part in the game that would be a massive massive boost. The
1: thing to consider in all this is whether this has just been said because it's gamesmanship going good into easy mate. it
2: that felt like that today uh,
1: it felt like that to me it felt like they're nowhere near and you're just telling Chelsea know you've got to think about this as well even if you can just disrupt their training and what they're planning for this weekend mm. I think that's what Liverpool have done yeah, personally they I, won't be they won't be starting they won't be getting 60 minute games.
2: planning for your next trip you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb. dot com
0: slash host. Yeah, I think you're right. I also think as well with the three of them because it's because it could be such a long game. Your bench needs to be, you know, you, there's a good chance you need to use all five of your subs. So yeah. you know, you get. A, you, I know your, your bench is quite large in, in the league cup. I understand that, which might help because you can maybe take a risk on them. Mm. I suppose, and that's where. Because if it does go as long, you listen. It could. easily go to penalties. History suggests when they play Chelsea in finals, it go. It, go, it goes deep. Certainly so the last three. So it. I mean. It. it, it that's what's happened recently. Liverpool have got to be prepared here to have a squad that's ready to battle 120 and penalty takers at the end if needs be these are all things that the manager has to consider
2: yeah 100% yeah so he's going to have to call on hopefully some senior lads the three that we just mentioned but others as well we've seen youngsters come off the bench again in midweek a couple more debuts in amongst that Jaden Dans obviously so he might need to call on them again at some point too so the entire squad's going to have to be ready for a battle they're going to have to be ready to, to go to the well I imagine in this game it'd be a nice and an ideal world if we get it wrapped up nice and quickly and get fourth moving on to separate matters and the trophy lift and all that as well at the end but ultimately yeah I think we all need to go into this game envisaging and imagining it will go the full distance because if you don't then you're going to find yourselves in a bit of trouble because I don't imagine Chelsea going to be pushovers like the word of week at Anfield like I say I think they're in a completely different mind now Chris mentioned it earlier how important this is for them and Pochettino because Pochettino has been under pressure at various points of the season and rightly so given the money they've spent and how underperforming they've been but if he can get a trophy under his belt that changes the entire outlook on the job. He He's Doing there as well, so it's a big, big game for lots of reasons.
0: It really is. Let's toilet pool. Then I'm gonna go front to back actually because all suggestions are Chris, it's gonna be the same front three and front and middle three because there's no, not really any other options. Um, given what we've heard from the injury update today, so therefore it means it's a midfield of endo McAllister and Gravenberg and a front three of Gapo front with Diaz on the left and Elliot on the right. I think yeah. that's what's yeah. got to be. The only questions and the only option Jurgen's got are at the back. Um, in terms of the game, from in terms of making changes, really the goalkeeper can't change. He's injured as well. Van Dijk plays. It's so now just three options to pick from. I'm guessing Ibu Canarte is in for everyone. Yeah, has to be. So the only real considerations team news wise. Usually we can sit here and have a conversation with five or six different positions. Five up front, we've got options for. We've got copious amounts of midfielders We're not there now. The only changes he can make are at full So let's talk full backs. Then he's got Robertson, Gomez. Tim McCash and Bradley as his four options yeah. for me it's
1: as simple as Robbo goes in he was rested midweek and he comes in for the final because of his experience and how quality a player he is okay. and also what him being on the field did for Louis Diaz in the Luton yeah, game point. I was saying this after the game to Paul Is like, you know, I, I like Louis Diaz's endeavour and everything else but he was so isolated on that left hand side especially with Gavin Burke playing inside of him because mm. you think about Kurt Jones or anyone else they drift to the wing they give him an option Gavin doesn't want to do that he just wants to stay in the half space or inside and you know with Joe Gomez playing at left back which is obviously what I'm talking about now he's not going to go round the outside of him he cuts a figure he has to beat his man every single time he's going one-on-one with him that's a difficult thing when Robbo comes on there's all of a sudden an option to go around the outside and he can go either way he can play the pass he can go past him he looked 10 times the player from the having Andy Robertson back on the sides plus he's got that you know, that uh, uh, elongated knowledge of playing with, uh, you know, Robertson. So there is just more of a, an understanding there. So Robertson has to go in for this one for me. And on the right-hand side, it's kind of Bradley, man. I mean, he does not deserve to drop out. I know he deserves de- his start. And I- even if Trent was fit,
0: he deserved the start. I, it's just, yeah, Joe Gomez might be a few like, oh, what do I have to do to get a game? But it does feel for me he that... He deserves a start as well. No, no, no I yeah. And Tim I- I- for his performance. Nice problems to have, aren't yeah. they, ultimately, like whoever these
2: what lads...
0: What do you think? I think for me, if I was good, I'd do the same. I think Conor Bradley might be the best player. <laughs> like, oh, genuinely, in the world. Oh, yeah, ever. No, but in the last <laughs> month, he's, he, he, well, he was the player of the month for January yeah. and he's, he's he's, fantastic. He just is brilliant. What a, what a rise this could be from a lad who started the season down the peck and all br- stress fracture, back injury, r- yeah. really significant injury. Yeah. Keeps him out. He gets his opportunity basically mm-hmm. because everyone else is injured or sick. Yeah. And he took it with both hands, and there you go. That, that's how quick we show up. How quick football can change in the space of a few months. Conor Bradley now looks like he's the favourite. To start a cup final for Liverpool and deservedly
2: so. Yeah, deservedly so. Massively, yeah. he's been absolutely outstanding ever since he took his opportunity, and what a what a job he's done of taking the opportunity. <laughs> you mentioned it there, like we're not a million miles removed from him being sort of behind, like to Calvin Ramsey, not only Joe Gomez in terms of the right back pecking order. Like he never really entered the conversation, but we we shouldn't have slept on him because he's been just incredible. And not only that, like his form. Definitely warrant a place in this in this side on the weekend, but obviously we're not. A few weeks ago, he we absolutely took the piss out of Chelsea. Like he was, he was man the match in that game and some. Like he just found ways to exploit spaces in that, that game. No yeah, and what he does so well for me is, and I don't know whether it's sort of. It's Jürgen Klopp's influence or Jürgen Klopp speaking to him as the game goes on or whatever, or whether he's just working out for himself on the pitch. We've praised Liverpool before a lot this season, solving problems and solving ways of winning games of football whilst they're going on. It feels like the team's very good at working it out. And Conor Bradley is no exception to that because I've noticed in-game, he changes the way he's going about his business sometimes. Your players like this fall back that gets up and down as like a proper... You know, touchline hugging fullback, and all of a sudden, second half or midway through the first half, he'll start inverting more if he sees there's spaces to exploit. He'll just wander in there. He did that against Luton, so I've been so so impressed, and he's a nailed-on starter for me for this one. He absolutely deserves it. And on the other side, as Chris mentioned as well, I think Robertson and Diaz's um, connection will work really well. I think that giving was the way I was looking for. <laughs> I think giving <laughs> I think giving Diaz the option to to come inside more frequently without it being so predictable is massive. I know because <laughs> because. Like the in Lucy against Lute, he was really good that game, he was, but he did become a little bit predictable at the times. That defender just knew is you've got to get past me and Diaz more often than not couldn't do it. But if he's got somebody overlapping him that allows him to shift it, and he scored bundles and bundles of goals at Porto and he just shifted onto his right foot and went. So I think giving him that freedom to do both is massive. So I'm I'm no hesitation whatsoever with Bradley and Robbo as my full back. The
0: only concern you might have is whether you think Robertson's ready for ninety minutes. No one twenty. But at the moment, it's the best position in the squad that we've got cover for Costas yeah, Gomez, and, and Gomez. No, uh, it, that, that, that's my point it doesn't look like Conor Bradley he he, he tends to take him off fair enough. Like you know, he's a young lad I thought
1: he was getting rested at the weekend at the midweek and he absolutely he might, might. He I think he was
0: getting yeah. rested But he, yeah, yeah, that's part
2: of the way he plays the game as well because yeah. he puts 110% yeah. into it seems to Harvey Elliott in a similar way they come off knackered they leave everything out good wants, yeah. isn't yeah. you want a
1: player who's going to leave it all on the pitch and the manager to
0: make that decision rather than a player who's managing his time on the field I suppose the good news is if, if, if you can't start with them both because even if they both need taken off after an hour Costas comes on Joe Gomez comes on and you sound your like sound so yeah, yeah it, it would make a lot of sense I think Bradley has to play he ripped these apart I thought mm. he was the reason Liverpool won on Wednesday I know obviously to get the goal from the corner I thought it was kind of Bradley's performance Inspired that just him, yeah. like got everything on the front foot again on that big Wembley pitch if he does have to go and drift inside which he's more than capable of doing he can cause problems but also those are the goal he scored against them just, just doing the straight line runs because the that one area Chelsea have been a bit flaky at is that left back position Christian you know, or Ben Chilwell Well he's kind of doing the inverted in and out stuff as well and it, it does leave room for for a more orthodox right back, which Conor Bradley is to just go and get going. Because I don't think um I don't think Raheem Sterling really wants to be going too much that way with him. It's another that's another potential boost for Liverpool there in terms of tactically like you know if, if Chilwell isn't there Sterling doesn't want to get back, Conor Bradley down that right hand side could be a real handful.
1: Yeah. I expect it'll be Palmer mate now probably on the right hand side, isn't mm, he? Yeah. yeah. So Sterling, yeah, on the left hand side for us. Yeah, that'll probably work well, won't it? Yeah. So um I, I agree, mate. I think, you know, Conor Bradley could be a massive difference maker for us. Personally, you know, if I had to pick a player to inspire Liverpool to the win, I'm going Alexis McAllister at the moment. Been good, hasn't it? I just think recently is Fingerprints are over everything that Liverpool yeah. are doing well, at. and like I say that at Luton as well. I, I turned around to I was I was sat next to Josh Williams or stood next to Josh Williams in the cop the other night and said, like, if we're gonna win this, we're gonna turn this around. And Alexis McAllister's gonna have a big half and two assists later. He's you know he's he's turned it around. He just seems to be a little bit of a Swiss Army knife at the moment, and I think his understanding of that DM position as well as the attacker midfielder position means that the midfield have got options, and, and I think his position in changing during the second half against Luton combating what they were trying to do um, made Liverpool be able to then get the ball out from the back and stuff so I'm looking for a big game from
0: Alexi McAllister Absolutely Do you, do you know the honest people is Enzo of course but mm. anyone who watched Chelsea uh Draw me, Man City. What he did, he effectively man-marked Rodri, mm-hmm. Conor Gallagher was just nipping away at him all the time and then trying to peel off the back of him. nearly worked a couple of times as well. What yeah. Barkley did to Luton, yeah. against him mm-hmm. for Luton as well. Yeah, absolutely. Just trying to get in around. I think everyone's identified that and I'll try and get in around him. If they go similar again, because why wouldn't he? It worked against City. Why wouldn't you try against Liverpool? Mm-hmm. And though on the ball, might have he's must be really really good. But without he's must be extra careful because those third man runs are what Chelsea they love. They, they don't actually have strikers really. They just have loads, of, loads of late runners into a box. Mm-hmm. It feels like on a big Wembley pitch. And though he's got a good game, and also I don't know how much he cares. You know, he's 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 thirty two years old and he's been around the block. But like, there's a guy on the other side there who everyone was trying to spend hundred million pound on, and he was almost the afterthought to that fella. Yeah, you think if he's got anything in the he'd want to put on another show and say, you know what, listen, I, I you know, you want them, but get on me.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would be sort of the perfect way to sort of be a bit of a I'm him performance, wouldn't from Endo, given the the disparity in what was paid for the two of them and the way it all transpired. Yeah, I, I have no real reservations about Endo doing that job. And if that is indeed Chelsea's game plan, which you'd imagine it would be, because A, I think he's more than equipped to deal with that because he's shown he's, he's, he's astute, he's technically good enough on the ball to deal with it with any situation. I've been quite surprised by how good he's been in possession to be honest with you that's been the one real opener for me and I, I had no sort of res- no doubts about him in terms of his physicality and win the ball back for us and stuff like that his tackling inceptions, interceptions all the defensive side of the game I was quite comfortable with it was can he get us playing at the same time that's what I was worried about but he definitely can so doesn't really alarm me at all that and not just based on what he does but it's the fact that McAlso's in there as well because this is next to McAllister, as Chris says who's got ev- absolutely everything when it comes to being a midfielder he's got that tenacity he's got that extra bit of physicality he's always got the defensive acumen to go back and help. And I think having him in there, and he's played a lot of 6 as well recently, so he's got that in the back of his mind. Having him there with Endo is a really good partnership. Although they play obviously slightly different positions, one more advanced than the other, I think having him to help out is key. And also that frees up Gravenberg to have a little bit less responsibility defensively and he's got that licence to roam a bit more so I really like the balance we've kind of we spoke about Chelsea before falling upon a better team I think Liverpool have done that a little bit with the midfield as well because Graven Birch has got his issues defensively he's a little bit frail it's not his first it's not his first fault. let's put it that way but in this team now with those two alongside him doesn't need to do quite as much of it I'd say so yeah I'm, I'm relatively comfortable with Endo in terms of how he's going to go about his business but as you rightly say going up against Moises Caicedo there will be no better setting than to absolutely outshine the opposite number, it would just be the perfect, perfect end to that sort of saga, if you like.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And then finally, because so let's talk about Cody gapo leading, scorer potentially in the league cup. He scored in every round so far. Um, yeah, he obviously didn't his score in the cousin. second leg. But we didn't need to, obviously, at that point in time. He is going to have to. Tacky who? He's going. He's going to have to lead the line, of course, given the injury situations. He did a decent job of it the other day. He's another one. Liverpool got five fella's over ten goals this season, which is which is fantastic. When after Diaz got his goal as well. Um, it feels like yeah, it's it's been Cody Gapo's competition so far, and it looks like again, if Liverpool are going to get an out of it, it probably needs to be Cody Gakpo's man. It's just a really clever kind of
1: footballer, isn't he? That's what it comes down to with, with him, and you know, I I do I do feel like you know we talk about Jota as a fox in the box and all this type of stuff. That's exactly what I feel about with, like with Cody Gapo as well. His ability to just find the yard of space in the area, you know, he's so quick to sort of move the ball and shift it and try and get a shot off. There was one the other night against Luton. It wasn't there where it was just on the edge of the penalty. area. was it Diaz maybe played it inside mm-hmm. to him and just one touch out space bang and it was blocked and, and whatnot. That's what he's really good. That obviously is a bit of a, a an aerial threat in the penalty area as well as again, we've seen at points this season, not, not just, not least just the, the last game with mm-hmm. another header. Um, But his ability to drop in and give that extra body in the midfield is important for us as well because I do have reservations maybe about uh, Ryan Gravenberg at this moment because for me, when he gets the ball, he's fantastic. My problem with him is he doesn't get the ball enough. Like He just goes missing in games. Every time he touches the ball, he looks fucking fantastic. Turns his man, moves the ball really well. Got no problem with it. Get yourself on the ball more. Mate, and I think when Liverpool are struggling, they might need Cody McApo to come back in and and offer that sort of to have a pivot around someone like Amois Casado, get him like shit which one am I supposed to be marking here and then feed the ball out, hopefully to you know, Mo Salah, if not Harvey Elliott on the on the right hand side or Diaz on the left, but he's a he's a massive player, and I have no doubt he'll have at least two or three really good opportunities in the game because his, his awareness of space is absolutely superb.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and fingers crossed he can get that a uh, get the medal, get the, the trophy as well, and get that top goal scorer because yeah, he's a uh, he's half of the to, to carry Liverpool the final. Right then, with that all being said, guys, uh, we've been speaking for half an hour there. We've gone through the pros and negatives. Of both teams, pros and cons rather, positive and negatives, it makes me better, Borsal. It's <laughs> fine. Um, do you think they're going to win?
2: Yeah, I do. I do think we're going to win, yeah. I think we're going to win 2-0. And I think ooh, I think Cody Gakpo is going to get one. And big games require big players. And I think Alexis McAllister might get the other one.
0: Oh, I love it. Do you think he's on pens?
2: Yeah, I think he is at a minute, yeah. yeah. With no salary, he has to be. Except no, probably Salah Nunes McAllister
0: fair So obviously he might have been in the mix. He's out as well. He's out. He's been Trent out. Trent's injured.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. I think McAllister's had a trend. If it goes, to pen, it. if
0: it actually goes, the pens half are pen's taken <laughs> and around arm so to try avoid. But it does feel like if Liverpool got a pen in the game, it might be I think it's a. Yeah, it could yeah. be.
1: And his, and listen, we've seen his, his corners and everything else. He's. It's his pen, left, pen called the You never missed.
2: And World for Argentina maybe as well.
1: Thing, the, yeah. So fair enough. Are you thinking they are going to win, Chris? I think Liverpool are going to win. I think it's going to be the score of the season. Three one. Three one. Um, in, in normal time in normal time and just for shits and giggles we won't concede the first but it will be one all and then we'll go and score two second um, half FC second half FC why not and I too think Alexis McAllister is going to have a big game but I think Harvey Elliott is going to be a goal scorer in a cup final for Liverpool Football Club you know what
0: and does Joe Gomez come off the. No! <laughs> Don't
2: spoil it. Don't if if spoil anyone it. shouts, shoot at
1: Joe Gomez, um, I, I, I shoot
0: them. Shut up, you shout, shoot at Joe Gomez. I, I, I promise you.
1: Um, Harvey Elliott to score and Diaz. 3 1,
0: Conor Bradley scores. Oh, I love it. Are you going to say that? He might be my favourite ever Liverpool player. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get carried
2: away, but he but might which, be.
0: Honestly, I, think, I can't remember anyone having a start of the career like this. Like, it's like since Gerard, and honestly, like coming into a Liverpool team, even like Alexander Arnold and Jones, they were kind of in and out and taking time. Do like, you mean like academy graduates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, no, yeah. Not not new sign, I mean young lads yeah, just academy, coming into the team. Yeah, he's stuck okay. to it like, like, duck to water. I think he's been absolutely fantastic. And, and more so, I think Chelsea's weakness is that. I think I don't think they can deal well with like bombing on full backs. I think the, the way that they want to play, and I don't think Raheem Sterling wants to go back there. I don't think Ben Chilwell, he, well, he had nightmares with him the other day. So, mm. yeah, I do believe. Um, I do think we'll win. I, I think three one as well. I think Conor Bradley scores. I think if Liverpool had their full set strength team, I think January could have been like what was the other day. Could have been more. Well, yeah. it just obviously the injury situation and, and whatever, and a very young bench. Then probably might. And i know Chris said before but lads leaving it all out there. I don't know if the front six can. I think they will have to manage themselves through that little game a little bit because, you know, they don't. I don't, I don't as much as Jagan likes the youth down. I don't think he'll want to be, you know, looking to bring them on too early. Like, but yeah, for example, he doesn't want to be bringing Bobby Clark on at 0-0 60 you know what I mean I, I don't know Like he might have uh, to no he might but, have to it's, but, it's
2: interesting that because he's done similar in the FA Cup recently against Arsenal different but, a no, of course yeah and listen in the ideal world perhaps not but I also it think it a
1: game he wanted to win yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arsenal away yeah. so I think he's got complete trust in these no, youngsters think... and listen ultimately yes he doesn't he would like <laughs> to have more senior <laughs> options of course he would yeah it's silly to say not but when it comes to the youngsters and it comes to the benches they've already proven this time, this season time and time again that they can be relied upon they can be called upon in big games big situations because we've all seen the interviews knocking around today with people at the academy, Alex Inglethorpe and that, it's that's instilled in them already, they're, they're, they're part of a, a bigger picture here, not just under 18s, play for under 18s they need to be part of something bigger and they're ready for that, they've shown it times, like you just speak about Conor Bradley and Joel Quanter and Bobby Clark and McConnell and every time they've been asked Jetty to do something, yeah every it? time they've been asked to do something, they've grabbed it with both hands and proven they're more than ready, I can't remember the last academy, James Anderson midweek came into it as well, I can't remember the last academy kid that came in and went oh he doesn't look really ready for this show. You know what I mean, so I, I'm more than comfortable with it, but ultimately at the same time, get the job done without them, please.
0: Absolutely, I mean, it could, it could, it could be in a world like Jane dance could be on, on in a in final at some yep. point. It is it's just like it's, it's mad how football works sometimes. Someone's got a chance to make themselves a hero, anyway. We all think Liverpool are going to win a cup. Thanks, you guys, for watching along live. It looks like in the live chat, you guys all think the same as well. If you're watching this after the fact, do let us know in the comment section your score predictions for the game. If you listen as a podcast, you can get involved on all the social media channels. As well, if you want even more build-up to the League Cup final, the man to my right has been talking about this game for the past month with various (laughs) different people over on redmenplus.com. So, yeah, there is a preview with Jamie Carragher that is out now over on RedmenPlus. There is a deep dive with Josh Williams that is also available on RedmenPlus. If you want to watch or listen to either of those, we do have a special offer in honour of the League Cup final. Head on over to redmenplus.com, sign up using the promo code FINAL, F-I-N-A-L. And uh, yeah, if you sign up as a yearly captain, you'll get 50% off. So a year's worth of content for half price, including all the build-up and reaction to that final and loads, loads more as Liverpool chase, hopefully, four trophies, the first of which, hopefully, comes this weekend. Thanks to Chris. Thanks to Dan. Thanks all you guys for watching or listening. Yet yeah, We'll see you on Sunday for the big game. See you in a bit.